Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We've been discussing Chapter 18, Moksha Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of Liberation Through Renunciation. The goal is liberation, and the tool is sannyasa. Liberation is always from some bondage, and normally we think the bondage is always imposed by someone else. In this case, Bhagavad Gita says the bondages are imposed by my own self. I myself has imposed these bondages on me by identifying with this material body, material self. That equipment which I used to transact with this world, I falsely understood it to be me, and now all the limitations of this instrument became my limitations. Sorrows and unhappiness are just the product of these limitations and therefore if I need to find ultimate happiness, ultimate liberation from the sorrows and unhappiness, I need to get rid of the bondages. So this chapter says this liberation can only come from sannyasa. There's the only means available to us is sannyasa. So then what is sannyasa? We learned is kamyanam karmanam nyasa. All you have to do is simply give up the desire-prompted actions. This we found is not easy, so the means again given is tyaga. Give up the anxiety for the fruits of actions, and over a period of time you will develop sannyasa. Once you give up the anxiety for the fruits of actions, work in this world, and you will develop that understanding of who you are and you will overcome the limitations that you have. That's basically what we have understood in the gist of the entire Bhagavad Gita. So now this chapter summarizing our endeavor pursuing this path of Tyaga and then ultimately getting sannyasa, examining all the qualities that we have acquired by just associating with this Prakriti. We have this long history of associating with this Prakriti. All this time, the only thing I could associate with is my material nature. Therefore, all the qualities of the Prakriti became my qualities. And we have learned in Vedanta that this Prakriti has three basic gunas, sattva, rajas, and tamas. So everything associated with me tainted by these three gunas. My goal is to go beyond these three gunas and liberate myself from this identification of this Prakriti. So therefore we have examined what makes me attached to this world. And the first thing came, the Gnana, the knowledge that the Prakriti exists and I'm aware of it, makes me identify with it. It's like somebody says, why are you climbing this mountain? Because it's there. If I did not know it is there, I would never have any need to climb that mountain. But because it is there, I have to now climb it. Because I'm aware of the Prakriti, 
I identify with that prakriti because I am aware of the world of my liking. I identify with the world which I like. Also, I am aware of the world of my dislike. And again, I identify with that world for avoiding it. So my entire pursuit in life becomes pursuing that which I like and avoid that which I don't like. In all cases, what is common is my knowledge about that field of activity. So I want to say the first thing you need to say, what is the jnana? The jnana, what you consider jnana at this time, is of the prakriti. And therefore, it falls into these three categories of sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic, just as the nature of the prakriti has these three gunas. So we've seen the knowledge is also sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic. Then you say, now the next person involved in this action is the karta, one who considers their I exist and I do things. He said, that person again is tainted by the three gunas of the prakriti because of the identification of the prakriti. So the karta can be sattvic raja tamasic. Now you put two together, I have either a sattvic raja tamasic knowledge, I as the doer has the tendencies which are sattvic raja tamasic. The final product which comes out, actions, will also be sattvic raja tamasic. All these we are evaluating and understanding so that we can introspect and say, where do we fall in these categories? Where my actions fall? Because one thing we have learned is the gradual progression is from tamasic to rajasic to sattvic. Once I have purified my mind and intellect, the only obligation I have as the seeker of the truth is to purify my internal instrument, antakarana, my mind and intellect. Once mind and intellect is pure, the knowledge will shine through by itself. There will be no effort required. Therefore, we keep hearing the term praptasya prapti. This knowledge which I am seeking about myself is already available to me. It's already with me. I'm just not seeing it. Because I'm so engrossed in the knowledge of this world that I'm completely oblivious about the knowledge about myself. Once I get rid of this knowledge, which is falsely coloring my personality in Satvi Rajas Tamasik, the knowledge will shine through. To know this and to negate the qualities which are binding, gradually rise from Tamasik to Rajas and Satvik. Once I reach that Satvik, tendencies and my mind and intellect are purified, the knowledge will shine through. If this room is dark, my key is in this room, only thing I require is turn the lights on. When the lights are on, it will be very easy for me to find where my keys are. So Bhagavan said that this knowledge is within yourself. You already have it and therefore nothing new you will find. There is no new accomplishments to be made. There is no new achievements to be achieved. But finding your own self would be like finding the keys in your pocket and becoming aware of it. Therefore the world is a realization. All I am becoming realized about my own self. So we examine jnana, karta, karma. Then Bhagavan says buddhi, which is a guiding factor. I see 
the objects or the field of actions in this world, then knowledge takes place. Mind decides with his likeable or unlikable, finding guidance from the intellect. Then intellect will tell you how to act in this world. So therefore, buddhi is to be evaluated as whether it is sattvic, rajasic, or tamasic. So we have looked at the buddhi also. Now, all of that is only useful if I'm consistently pursuing my path of evolution from tamasic to rajasic to sattvic. Because anything if I do once in a while is of not great value. Something which I do consistently, then it will have positive effect. For me to become an expert in anything, I have to continuously work in that field. Once in a while I do something, it becomes a hobby. Then Neil, how about music? That's my hobby. That's why I'm not so good. But somebody who does it consistently, he becomes good at it. So Bhagavan said, Dhruti is very important factor in becoming successful and getting rid of this unhappiness and sorrows. The limitations of this body, mind and intellect are the bondages. To get rid of them, I have to work consistently. That consistency is we have seen as dhruti. So Bhagavan said, dhruti can also be classified as of three types. Each one of us who is seeking happiness is consistently trying to be happy. So it's not that nobody will be blamed for not trying to be happy. So if you ask anybody in this world, no matter what his position is, what his caste is, what his creed is, is what's the goal of your life? I want to be happy. Have you ever tried to be happy? And the answer is, of course I'm trying every day, every minute of my life I'm trying to be happy. So dhruti is there. I'm very consistent in finding my happiness. But how many of us are successful? The statistics are not so good. The Bhagavan said that's because this dhruti with which you're finding your happiness also comes in three varieties. Dhrutya, yaya, dharayate, manaha, prana, indriya, kriyaha, yogena, avyabhicharinya, dhruti, sapartha, sattviki. Swamiji says, and many commentators believe, that Dhruti is very loosely translated in English language because the essence of the word Dhruti cannot be translated without understanding it. Fortitude, Dhruti is fortitude. In other words, grit, an inner strength, a force from my inner personality which will not let me give up the things which I consider are important to me. I'm trying to achieve something. We know this world will throw some obstacles in my path. It will all dependent on how strong I am in pursuing my goal. When I encounter great difficulties, I'll evaluate my situation. My buddhi will say, I don't think it's worth it. We will weigh the pros and cons of this situation and say, what are my risk and reward here? Depending on what I come up with, I say, well, it's not worth pursuing it. Let's give it up. Or I'll say, well, risk is not that great. Reward may be great. Let's pursue it. Bhagavan said, that's buddhi. Beyond this buddhi, there is an inner strength which no matter what the circumstances are, will 
मेक मी परस्यू माई पाथ भगवान ध्रुति इसे दैट ध्रुति ऑल्सो कैन बी ऑफ थ्री टाइप्स द फर्स्ट वन इज ध्रुति विच बाय द पावर ऑफ योगा विल कंट्रोल माई मन प्राणा एंड इंद्रिया दैट इनर फोर्स विच बाय द पावर ऑफ योगा because i had been pursuing this path and i have seen the glimpse of my own self i know that all the things which are associated with this prakriti is temporary but myself is this and therefore it will allow me to control my mind my vital functions and my senses we know how the my world of actions work senses go out and get the information about the objects in this world mind decide he wants to pursue it or not intellect will guide the mind whether it is worth performing that action or not my tendency will override whatever my buddhi will tell me to do the bhagwan says that force from my inner self which will let me control my mind i control the mind i control my senses it also control my intellect so bhagwan said that dhruti which allows me to control my mind vital functions and senses is the satvik dhruti i'm firmly established in what is the truth and therefore it is allowing me to pursue my path to stay connected with my truth is the satvik dhruti नेक्स्ट वन इज यया तो धर्म काम अर्थान धृत्या धारयते अर्जुन प्रसंगेन फलाकांक्षी धृति सापार्थ राजसी दिस वन वी कैन रिलेट टू वेरी इजीली भगवान से धृति विच इज अलाविंग मी टू परस्यू माय धर्म अर्थ एंड काम बाय प्रसंगेन बाय अटैचमेंट attachment to my dharma attachment to my kama and attachment to artha falakankshi because i want to get something out of it i am pursuing my dharma as whatever you put it as an architect as a father because i want results out of that so i'm firmly pursuing my path of being an architect i want to continue practicing it right i want something out of it falakankshi prasangena attachment i'm attached to my dharma most people if you take their profession away from them they feel completely lost they don't know who they are the bhagwan said when i am pursuing my path of dharma arth and kaam the four goals of life we have learnt in our scriptures dharma arth kaama and moksha the wedding vows also there are four steps you take will do things which is in line with my dharma whatever my swadharma whatever is my duties i'll follow them artha i will only be able to sustain my dharma if i have enough wealth narayana also sustained this world by the power of lakshmi you take the lakshmi away from narayana narayana cannot sustain this world so bhagwan said artha acquiring wealth for kama i want to fulfill my desires these three i'm consistently pursuing my life driven by prasanga and falakankshi because i'm attached to this three and i want to get results out of them and swami ji says the bhagwan leaves out moksha because 
typically we are not really interested in moksha simply because i think the happiness will be in pursuing this three if i pursue this three dharma artha and kama i'll be happy and i completely missed the boat here that that happiness will be temporary and i have to continue to keep working it's like earning vacation earned vacation is if you work for 50 weeks you get 2 weeks or maybe 3 weeks if you are senior or maybe 4 weeks your company is too generous but you work for that many weeks to earn those 3 weeks of vacation once you get this vacation that's a great but as soon as the vacation is over all you have to do is start all over again for next 49 weeks to earn 3 weeks of vacation so it's a continuous process of pursuit of happiness and the little happiness and then pursuit of happiness little happiness as one of our swami said it's like a ekg so bhagwan said that those who want the consistent happiness they cannot rely on the dharma artha and kama they have to rely on moksha but that is missing here with a rajasik dhruti यया स्वन भय शोक विषाद मदम एवच न विमुच्य दुर्मेद धृति सा but they also have this dhruti because they also want to be happy so they are also pursuing the path of achieving their happiness but because of this durmeda the wrong notion about what is right and wrong they can get read of what which is making them unhappy swapnam little trying to dream that the fancy full thinking of my mind sexual there is a character called sexually he constantly dreams something stupid and then in the end he ends up hurting himself so somebody who who constantly have a mental fancies which is unrealistic there one story about sexually is that he goes out and get some flower and then he was hanging that flower on hook on a wall in a earthen pot and he started thinking well i have a little more than i need today so i probably can save some and then sell that portion and i sell that portion i'll make some money and when i make some money i'll probably invest in something else and then i'll make a little more money and after that i'll be a rich person and then then i'll get married and then i'll have children then one day the children will come and say papa papa and i'll say go away and i'll kick because i was busy making money and i hit that pot pot breaks in the whole the dream goes away they did so that's called a fanciful thinking of a mind that's swapna i'm not grounding my thinking in reality my mind runs away into fanciful thinking i need to have a control over it to be real and productive but i can't get rid of it because i have this dhruti which is tamasik bhayam fear i'm trying to do something but i'm fearful that i'll be unsuccessful other people will discriminate things will be against me so all this fear is stopping me to act in the right manner and then that creates shoka grief grief is about something which happened in the past and i'm grieving over it 
I tried last time, I was not successful. Grieving over that. Then say Vishada. Vishada is translated here as depression, but it is worry for the future. Fear of future that I will not achieve it. What will happen in my life? And last is mother. Mother is my actions in present, which are driven by my arrogance and not heeding to any advice which I get from right people. Shoka is the grief about what I experienced in the past. Visad is somewhat I'm fearful of what can happen in future. And mother is, even though people are telling me you're not doing right thing, Neil, I'm not listening. Because I think I know what I'm doing. My happiness lies in doing nothing. So Bhagavan said, now Vimucha, they cannot get rid of these five things which are stopping them to act in this world intelligently. Swapna, Bhaya, Shoka, Vishad and Mother. They are under the spell of the Dhruti. Therefore they can get rid of them and therefore that Dhruti is considered tamasic. Born of complete ignorance. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo